You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Father Richard Kunz, along with Cindy Jennings, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, at the St. James campus of Stella Mars Academy on this first day of school. And we've been uh, going right along in the show, and we uh, apparently have saved the best for last. We have Monica <laughs> Hendrickson that is with us. Now, Monica has been like, she's like been part of Real Presence Radio, like on a regular basis now. Yeah. For months and months, she's been a regular guest. And uh, now we're recapping an event that Monica was chair of. And so, uh, Monica, first... Uh, how are you doing? I'm great. <laughs> it's amazing what like three weeks of rest and relaxation will do for yeah, you. I'll let you know when it when it happens. Yeah, I know. I feel don't feel sorry. No, I don't. don't do yeah. <laughs> I don't. So for those of you that are just like tuning in and haven't been listening for a long time, uh, Monica was the chair of the Vatican Unveiled, which was a major event in Duluth. We've been promoting it for for many months, and uh, she was on the air pretty much every month talking about how. The planning was going, and now we're looking at it in the rearview mirror. And so maybe speak a little bit, Monica, as to what it even is. There might be listeners that, well, what is a Vatican Unveiled? Yeah, so it it was the unveiling of the largest papal artifacts collection outside of Rome, owned by our, and curated by our very own uh, Father Richard Kunst. Uh-huh. And it was a lovely, it was a great three days. Um, we were down at the deck, and, um, you know, we had, I think, over well, it was close to 300 pieces, I think. We were probably like yeah, 275, so. 300, um, much larger than we had intended. <laughs> yeah, I think 200 is where we were going with it. <clears throat> yeah, and so it was a great event. Um, we had a couple VIP nights and sponsor evenings and um, just a lot of support within the community that came out to, to see the artifacts. Um, you know, we had a lot of families that came through. A lot of people that were not Catholic that mm-hmm. came through and, and had some, I was able to listen to some interesting dialogue that was happening in front of the artifacts. So that was pretty fun. Like what? Give an example. Well, it was, I, I didn't butt in, you know, I was trying to just eavesdrop just a little. Sure. Um, That's only a little bit sensible. Just a little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> but I felt like they paid to come to the event and they would expect me to be walking around. So, but it was, it was more um, historic folks that were interested in the history of the church and they weren't necessarily Catholic. So there was, it it was a family that was walking around with these people and they were going to every display and talking about them and having really a unique conversation, you know, about why is it important in history, but then why was it important to the Catholic church? Mm -hmm. So it was, um, and you know, on the historic side of it, some people knew other facts and and so just a lot of different dialogue that was happening. And then just, you know, the Catholic families, especially on Sunday, just a lot of questions from kids and, and parents really interacting. And Lots was, of kids came in on there Sunday. Were a, really? there were a, and there were a lot of crying kids. There was. <laughs> we, actually, we actually told security to be watching for the kids more than watching for <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. But it was great. It was great to see that and have those families come through and, and interact. I mean, the numbers were, you know, I mean... I mean, I, you know, I picked out numbers that I wanted to see mm-hmm. as far as fundraising. We didn't quite reach that or even numbers that came. Mm-hmm. We didn't even reach what I was hoping to get, but it was a, a constant flow of people at all times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but there's other ways of measuring success, right? Yes. And I would just like to remind you, I was right on the numbers too. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'll, no, I'll no, give that yeah. <laughs> 
think that's good. Um, I, was, I was just optimistic. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I think um, doing anything in the summer is difficult. You know, it's hard to grab that tourism traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the weather was beautiful on Saturday. Saturday was probably the slowest day we had. Um, and I think people were just getting out and enjoying the day. Um, but I think in terms of success... I've never done an event. I do massive events. I've done NASCAR. I've done it all. Never had an event where no one complained. Uh, Not one wow. complaint. And I was just waiting for it because I thought if somebody complains to me, how am I going to react? Well, when, <laughs> you, when you didn't have my beer of choice available, I complained. Oh. Don't you remember that? Um, <laughs> we're, we, she what? already knew okay. you were going to complain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, but you're right. But I heard nothing but positives. Yeah. Yeah. And... And I think the other thing that was overwhelming to me, like I expected people to be overwhelmed. I saw people crying. Mm-hmm. I saw people venerating. I, I saw you praying with families mm-hmm. and you just kind of forget, like you get so inundated with the day to day. We were so worried about security, traffic flow. How is this going to go? What, you know, there's a million things that could go wrong and you forget the purpose sometimes of why you're there and to me that was that was the piece that you can't put a number on that you know and and even one of our security guys are we had some pretty amazing guys that were helping us that all from different backgrounds cia fbi um and one of them was pretty cynical when we started and, you know, and, and in the evenings, father would walk around, you'd walk around with a mic on, and you would talk about the artifacts. And then you would talk with them, you know, as we were waiting for something else to happen. And he walked out and he said, Monica, I am a changed man. Oh. I don't know what that meant. He just, he said, I, this has changed my life. Yeah. And just, you know, and I always said to have one person that you touched and it changed my life. You know, and, and I look at um, some of the other volunteers that were there all week with mm-hmm. us. Like, we have this new little family. Right. It was a true moment of grace. I, re- mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, if we could do it all over again without all the work in advance mm-hmm. and just did the weekend again, mm-hmm. I'd sign up every, oh, yeah. every week. That I, weekend I, was so incredible. It, we had so much fun. And, and, and it was fun, but it was also rewarding. And it made it all worthwhile. You know, all the sleepless nights and weekends. <laughs> I remember. I remember. You guys have it down now. I think you can do it. Well, I mean, well, yeah. How many many more artifacts do you have? I know you have a ton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's lots of opportunities, lots of possibilities. And we'll maybe talk a little bit about that after the break. But one of the things I do want to say is that one of the things that you had mentioned on more than one occasion as we were preparing for the event the weekend was like you don't want people to walk out of there saying, "I can't believe I spent twenty five bucks for that." You you want people to walk out of it to be wowed and and i have to say that even as uh, you know being on the board or on the committee doing it i didn't quite envision what it was going to look like i didn't know what was in your head or what was in the head of mm-hmm. the others that were planning it and and i have to say it's like it's unbelievable it's it is i will say that it's better than almost any museum i've gone through in regards mm-hmm. to just how it was all designed and how it was mm-hmm. all put together it was like it was a true pop-up quote-unquote museum mm-hmm. of the highest caliber in regards to just like the graphics, the the uh, uh, the cases, and it's like nobody. I mean, I haven't seen people have to fill out forms at the end. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen those, but I have no sense. Of, we we already kind of alluded to this that anybody walked away with 
opening world. Yeah, no, and and thank you. I mean, it was it was definitely one of those things that, as I wish we would have had eighteen months to plan it because we just finally found the rhythm. Kind of the last couple months going into it, like, what do we really want this to be? What do we want people to walk out of here with? Whether you're Catholic, not Catholic, um, and as we were kind of building it and. I mean, I, I had some pretty aha moments, and I think I know where they came from. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't quite oh, you. Oh, okay, a couple right, people right, above okay, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your boss. Yeah, yeah. Your, your big your boss. boss. Yes. Um, but it, it was one of those things where I wanted it to be amazing. I wanted, you know, it's it's one of those things that I was called to do. I, I did not choose to do this. In fact, I said no the first time I was asked to chair it. I said, absolutely not. It's too big. We don't have enough time. And my mind was changed early on. And, and we just said, well, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. And it was it was amazing. Well, and Cindy, I mean, you, you went through it mm-hmm. on the Friday night. What was yours? I mean, because I haven't really talked to you about it. What was your you know, take I, on it? I've, I know you. I know some of the different stories so i already kind of had this idea that it it was going to be good but it actually blew me away even more um which is crazy because i just you don't think Mm -hmm. but it flowed very well the next day i took the kids and my sister and three kids have add apparently so they could take it but my sister and uh one of my kids went through every single one read it together Mm -hmm. and just went through we went. We ended up going to mass that day, coming back and picking them up, and they went the next day. So, mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Even for my eleven-year-old to sit and be so amazed by that is, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's so moving. Mm-hmm. I think it really moved them. Yeah, good. It's like you know, you got the items, the items, the actual uh, artifacts, you might say, and they tell their own story if you really look into it, but we gave them the story. Mm-hmm. So it was the signage, the mm-hmm. graphics, the that atmosphere, really, the atmosphere everything yeah, was done. The, it was so the well. lighting. It was the music. It, you know, we tried to, the only thing we didn't have is any sense. We were talking about doing incense or something. And then we might, you know, I'm I thought that might, yeah. <laughs> so many people can be allergic. To yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. But it, it was pretty ironic on, on, the VIP night and on the sponsorship night, I had two people that came up to me that are in the museum exhibit world. One of them was from here and one was from out of state. And they all said, oh, what museum exhibit company did you use? And I I just laughed. I said, well, it was me and a bunch of volunteers. (laughs) You know, it, it... we truly came together. We were very blessed with the people who gave the time and the talent. And um, I don't know, it was incredible. I'd do it again. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, there's, for, for people that may have a hard time envisioning what we're talking about, you know, we still have the website. Yes. Right. And yep. there's photos on the website. There's, there's a Facebook page. Yeah. Facebook, How can people- yeah. If you go to, if you go to the website, we have our Facebook page linked up there as well. So you can see photos. We actually did, we, we did a professional shoot. Okay. We also did, uh, we're doing a short video. We're working on that right now, kind of just to capture that legacy moment and, um, and to be able to use it for the future with whatever we and decide. And the website being? VaticanUnveiled.com. Yeah, and then I, I do think that our Facebook page does have quite a few mm-hmm. different photos of it as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's so now it's kind of, you know, capturing all the moments and, and sharing that out with, with people. Because there were a lot of supporters of it that weren't able to be there. Yes. A lot of, like, um, benefactors of it, I'd say. But, you know, 
So there's uh, a ton of talk during that weekend about what's next. And mm-hmm. and I think that um, uh, uh, it'd be a good conversation to maybe continue after this brief break mm-hmm. to see how that goes. So we're talking to Monica Hendrickson from the Vatican Unveiled, and we'll continue this conversation after this brief break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. In addition to eye exams for children and adults, Lumen Vision provides custom contact lens services for patients with keratoconus, severe dry eyes, and hard to fit prescriptions. These specialty contact lenses can be made for single vision, astigmatism, and multifocal prescriptions. For more information about Lumen Vision's contact lens services, our website is www.lumen.vision. For centuries, healthcare has been central to the healing ministry of the church. Today's technologies offer exciting possibilities, but also serious moral questions. More than ever, we need healthcare leaders who serve with integrity and conviction. The University of Mary answers the call to prepare leaders anchored in moral courage in a breathtaking range of programs from bioethics to nursing. Visit catholicprofessional.life. Four years since I came to the diocese as bishop, the diocese of Fargo, and immediately I was I was aware of what a reach Real Presence Radio has throughout the diocese and really throughout the region. You know, the radio station and the the many people who uh, contribute with programming and 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 other support, they have a, a, an ability to reach people in ways that I can't on a day to day basis and. Uh, they, they really do share the good news, the joy of the gospel, as Pope Francis has, has coined that phrase for all of us. And, uh, they, they allow the faithful and even people who aren't part of the church, who aren't even believers to, to hear the good news. And that's a, a great tool of evangelization. There's no question about it. This is Linus Evinger from St. Peter's and Paul's, Neuratic, North Dakota. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, Duluth Edition. Father Richard Kunz here along with Cindy Jennings. We're talking to Monica Hendrickson, the chair of the Vatican Unveiled. All right, you guys, what's next? What are we doing next? Are we having another one? What are we... (laughs) What are you going to do here? Or are you asking her? I'm asking both of you. Well, you said you would do it if you didn't have to do all the work, but isn't that kind of you already know what's going into it? I guess what would mm-hmm. this is a separate thing? Yeah. But what would you change? Would you have changed anything? It seems so. Yes, I would have changed something that Father knows that bothered me the entire time. What was that? We didn't do enough backdrops. Oh yeah. He's like, oh, you want to know what would make this better? If we had more backdrops, Monica. And guess who wanted to cancel them? So I, I don't I let don't him live know. that down It was either. so big. That one was so big and yeah. beautiful. There's a lot of great graphics. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, don't think, I don't think I really would have changed much. There were some minor tweaks that I would have made um, in order to do something. That setup, though, it's very expensive. Um, we had some great donors and... Um, 
you know, but a lot of the work is done. The cases, we actually made an investment, and in most of those cases, we custom-built them. Um, so we have a lot of it. The signage. The signage, even though there's a couple typos on those signs, oh, no. you know, <laughs> which yeah. also was like, oh. But um, if people knew what, you know, again, it, it was an 18-month build we did in about seven months. So it You're going to do it again? I'm doing Have it. Have you guys again. talked about it? <laughs> I don't know if he's doing it, but I'm going to do it. Would we, you display we, the other stuff, or do you feel like this is bigger, better well, stuff first, that you've pulled first out? First, we haven't had a wrap up no. meeting yet. We have a committee, okay. we have a wrap up meeting that we're going to do, and I'm sure that part of that discussion mm-hmm. is going to happen there. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, what is the future? The thing is that it was a non stop comments that this can't be a one and done thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was continuous. It was such an amazing thing. I had. I had a brother priest of mine say, he said, in fact, I had more than one person said, but when a brother priest says, then, then I, I take notice. He said, he said, Minnesota's got Bishop Barron, Father Mike, and the biggest Vatican collection in the <laughs> world outside of the Vatican. So it's like, what's going on in Minnesota? And if I can mm-hmm. play, play a small part in that, I want to do that. You know? mm-hmm. And so it's like, I, from my standpoint, I realize that my weird fetish of papal artifacts has to serve some purpose and not just sit in boxes. And for me, as I had, and I talked about this when, when I gave my talks each day, I would say, this is not mine. It's not my collection. I'm the custodian of this collection for a period of time. And uh, because of that, I have a responsibility. And so uh, God gave me this, this desire for this. And so now how does that serve the greater purpose? And uh, Monica uh, and any member of the committee can say, this was such an incredible experience from the very beginning to the very end, that there's got to be some Holy Spirit movement in here. And so if, mm-hmm. if we can make Duluth, Minnesota, or just Minnesota, the largest, truly the largest site for Vatican papal related artifacts in the world outside of the Vatican itself, I want to do that. I wanted mm-hmm. to move it. I had an idea. What's your idea? Well, I'm from Kansas originally, but went to K-State University. It's not University. Going to Kansas. It's, not it's going Manhattan to Kansas. called the Little Apple. We could bring in the Little Vatican. It could be, you know, they store a lot of stuff in Kansas because we have the salt thing to, like, preserve things. So I was just looking on that angle. But would you ever do Minneapolis? <laughs> Uh, you know, there were. So, I've thought a lot about this. There, there, there were so there were so many people that were asking about where mm-hmm. next. Where are you going to do? Well, this? if you mm-hmm. want the people to come through, mm-hmm. it almost feels like it needs to be in a larger population. In a lot, yeah, Minneapolis. Uh, I, but I, then I, mean, I don't want to let it go either, unless it's no, in Kansas. It, no, but. permanently Duluth because that's home for me, okay. right? And yeah. but, you want to make a name for this and bring, yeah. But I to be that. able to use it in larger, in uh, you know, larger venues or larger cities, certainly. Mm-hmm. Is it preserved well enough that you don't have to worry about the conditions around Duluth? Put it this that way, could... we don't need salt from Kansas to put <laughs> okay. on my documents from the Well, it's 1100s. there if you need it. <laughs> okay. No, I, I mean, if you have if you have climate-controlled rooms, you know, I mean, okay. that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Is that what you got it stored in? <laughs> I'd have to kill you if I told you where it was. I so, Monica, so, so what is next? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she asked the question. I've been on Yeah, talking. so... You know, I the the interesting thing that happened that weekend on um, I think it was the very first day we got um, an inquiry from a museum oh, in Chicago, in Chicago. Oh. and I was like, "How does everyone feel about Chicago?" Yeah. <laughs> and and throughout the weekend, it was that same question: How can I get this into my parish? How could I get this to my schools? How you know? How could we partner with you to get this around? So I think 
you know, for our wrap-up discussion, it's like, okay, what would we have done different, if, if anything? Yeah. But I think the future discussions are how do we make sure this just isn't sitting in a box mm-hmm. somewhere? You know, it, it doesn't do any good being stored. Um, how do we let that kind of continue and help grow and, and populate? And, you know, I mean, there has been talk even about redoing it in some ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a priest, so I'm really good at Catholic guilt. And so all those that are listening that didn't come, you know, I mean, it's like, you. I mean, you kind of screwed up. Said. So <laughs> come on, not, Wyoming, it's, get it's, over it's here. It's not like Real Presence Radio didn't promote it because it was like Real Presence was mm-hmm. like one of our primary promoters mm-hmm. of the event. And so, uh, you know, perhaps, perhaps you can make up that, that major error of yours by not going to it. But maybe it's going to happen again someplace. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even in Duluth, but somewhere. Mm-hmm. But maybe either way, your name will be on the map someday with Father Mike. Uh, and yeah, yeah. No, it's not about me. It's about the collection. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. And so I want this collection to live and serve a purpose rather than be in boxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's that going to look like? I don't know. Yeah. And we're open to ideas. Yes. So if people want to reach out, you know, you can mm-hmm. reach out to Vatican Unveiled and uh, give ideas and give mm-hmm. thoughts. Well, I'd love to have you back on too after you guys have your round table discussion mm-hmm. i think that would be a good time to bring you back on because i want you back on every time oh. <laughs> i'm like i so, feel like you know you're not gonna yeah. be on here anymore what are we gonna do oh i have lots of stuff to talk about yeah. okay good oh good well, in other words she will not be back on. <laughs> no and i think you know for us it's um kind of that longevity like you know we're only on this earth for so long and and how do we how do we create a, a mission or a vision for the collection to really do what we want it to do once all of the stewards are gone from right. the world today? You know, you don't want it, you know, my biggest thing is I don't want it like separated. I don't like, I want it to continue to be in totality, mm-hmm. but then also how do we, you know, how do we maybe add more to that collection from people who have things that they don't know what to do with it? Well, you that, know. that happens naturally mm-hmm. through papalartifacts.com, mm-hmm. where it doesn't happen a lot, but where people will reach out to me and say, okay, well, you know more about this stuff than I do, and maybe this will be a better home. It mm-hmm. happens from time to time. That's but to, to, be, to, be a lo- to be a location to where people can uh, might have something from a great-grandparent or something mm-hmm. like that uh, that they think might be of interest, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we right now, there there's... Duluth, Minnesota has got the largest collection of Vatican-related material in the world mm-hmm. outside of the Vatican. How do we promote that? How do we strengthen that? How do we make it permanent? Mm-hmm. And how do we put that on the map? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start praying about that because I think God has moved this high school into where it needs to be. And I think mm-hmm. this is going to, the answers are going to come just like the school, just everything falls in place. Yeah. One of the one of the coolest things about the whole process is every time we had what thought was a major roadblock that was going to stop us, by the next morning, it was gone. It, it was there. gone. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, there, there's definitely a movement in Minnesota. Yeah, the Monica is a miracle worker, though. I got to give you credit on the human <laughs> level. It was really quite amazing what you were able to. Put Thank on. you for bringing that well, light because yes. Duluth needs more light. Yes, and no. you too. Your collection uh, is you. amazing. Well, thank you very much, Monica. And, and we'll come, I mean, we've been talking about different dates and we'll set a little date for our, yes. uh, our wrap-up committee. Yep. And so thank you for all you did with Vatican Unveiled and I'm sure we'll have you back at some point. Thank you. And you can stay on the air with us as we bring Rachel in. Rachel, have you enjoyed the show? I have enjoyed listening, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I like the straight talk segment. Uh-huh. 
Um, whatever that first question was, I forget it now, but I remember thinking it was good. No, it was a good question. I'll just have to think about it later, you know. <laughs> uh, my favorite color is yellow. Um, I don't know. I think it's pretty. That's kind of all. The color is black. Mm. <laughs> because I think it's pretty. Says a lot. So, okay, Rachel. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the next show. Yeah. So on the next for Presence Live um, on Wednesday from nine to eleven a.m. Central, Deacon Paul Trinan and Teresa Curley are your hosts, coming to you live from Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. They'll be talking with Michael Polly about a South Dakota bishop's statement on the negative effects of legalizing marijuana, and Father Mike Lichter will be sharing about two priests who have come up with a creative way to earn money for their parishes on their bikes. All this and much more is coming on the next Real Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Ooh, okay, so that now, sounds Rachel, like a close Ra- second Rachel, to ours. Okay, so, yeah, so be honest now, Rachel. That okay. sounds like a very boring, boring segment of Real Presence Live compared to the one we just did, right? <sighs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I, I, I thought it sounded the interesting. <laughs> about, the, about the priest riding bikes? Right, yeah. Well, they're probably just saying, okay, I'm going to ride 20 miles. Give me 50 bucks. I mean, <laughs> what's exciting about that? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out tomorrow. All right, all right. Okay, all right, all right. All right, thanks, Rachel. You're off the hook. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, well, so, so now we just got like two minutes left, right, Rachel? She's not talking. She's, she's angry. She's mad. No. So, uh, so yeah, so um, uh, what are you going to do for the rest of the day, Cindy? I'm going to meet up with the moms to see if oh, they're still right. together. It the is, moms well, are having we're a getting party older, today. so. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah, so they have a get together every first, first day of school. Day. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Oh, you want to go? What are you going to do for the rest of the day? Probably do some research. Research on what? On exhibits. Huh. Ooh, I oh. like it. See, she's already. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to save souls for the rest of the day. Yeah, you do that. That's it. That's we all job. have our purpose. Yep, exactly. So, all right. Well, we've only got less than a minute. So, how about we do a little closing prayer? Ready? Sounds great. All right. Yep. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this great show. We pray that you may inspire those that were on as guests and those that were listening to always carry out your will in all that they do. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And we are about to cut off the show right now. Thank you, everybody, for Rachel's favorite part of calling in segment. Please keep doing that for the straight talk in the future so she can enjoy our show and everybody else can too. God bless you, everybody. God bless. Until next month. (laughs) This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.